I've been asked to make a video concerning uh, the mark of the beast. Somebody has written in and asked how we should properly understand what's written at the end of Revelation 13. Because there are some that believe it's uh, going to be a tattoo or maybe a microchip without which we can't buy or sell and has dire consequences to secular life. Or there's another view and that is uh, people take it as a figure of speech. And they say that when you read about the hand, you're actually talking about something you do. When you read about the forehead, it's not actually your forehead, it's just representing something you believe. And this person specifically mentioned one particular belief, and that is some people view the mark of the beast as believing and worshiping on Sunday as if it's the Sabbath. Now this is a, a typical Seventh-day Adventist approach to the passage is to say that the Pope, he is the Antichrist, and that is, the Antichrist is the beast. So they say the Pope fulfills what the Scripture talks about as the beast, and when he made a declaration changing the Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday, that this is his mark, that this is uh, a way to identify that you are following the Pope, is to follow along with that teaching. So anybody that goes to church on Sunday is believing with his head that he's taking it into the forehead and now he's following the beast. If we want to properly understand this portion of Revelation, we, we actually need to uh, broaden our scope a little bit because the way that you approach the entire book of Revelation will dictate how you approach this passage. So there are three major approaches. One is what we call the preterist view. And in that view, you would believe that most everything in Revelation has already been fulfilled before 70 AD. Then there's the historic view, which believes the events that you read about in Revelation have slowly been fulfilled throughout the last 2,000 years of church history. Now, in order to believe that, you would have to take the characters and the events and everything you read in Revelation symbolically. So it's all a figure of speech. It's all metaphors and symbols. And then you can match it to certain characters and events throughout the last 2,000 years. And then the view that I particularly hold to is the futuristic view. And that is, I approach the book of Revelation as it means just what it says. These events are still to come. They have not been uh, fulfilled yet. Uh, I do, however, recognize that the book of Revelation does have figures of speech. Uh, as in pretty much any book of the Bible, you can find this. That's, that's not unusual. Uh, Jesus, he, he used them all the time. He said this, I am the door. Now, when I say I believe the Bible literally, it doesn't mean that I look at that verse and say, Jesus was a wooden door hanging on hinges. I, I don't believe that. I believe the Bible interprets itself. When there is a figure of speech used, the Bible will make it clear, and the Bible itself will give us the right interpretation for that figure of speech or that symbolic language. So when Jesus said, I am the door, he finished it by saying, by me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Well, now I know what he's doing. He's illustrating salvation. So the Bible's clear on that. When we come to the book of Revelation, yes, there is Met there are metaphors. There is symbolic language used. In chapter 1, we read about Jesus standing in, in, in the midst of seven golden candlesticks. 
and he has seven stars in his right hand. At the end of the chapter, he says, the seven stars are seven angels. The seven candlesticks are seven churches. So yes, symbolic language is there, but the Bible gives us the interpretation for it. When you get to chapter 12, you read about a great red dragon, and he draws away a third part of the stars. Just a few verses later, it tells us that the great red dragon is Satan, and the third part of the stars that got drawn away, uh, those are a third of the angels. So yes, symbolic, but also a literal interpretation is given. What does that symbol mean? One thing the Apostle Peter told us about interpreting Scripture is not to look at prophecy and privately interpret it. And I'm afraid that's what the Seventh-day Adventist Church has done with this passage. So as well-meaning as they might be, I believe that they are understanding this incorrectly. Uh, when we read about the mark of the beast, it says in Revelation 13, verse 16, He causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. The next verse goes on to tell us what that number is. It's 666. I believe that what you're reading here means just what it says. There's nothing in the passage that would tell me I need to take this as a metaphor or a figure of speech or symbolically. I believe one day in the future, the false prophet is going to bring to life this image of the beast, and the image of the beast will teach and say that everybody has to associate himself, herself, with the Antichrist. And the way of showing this association is either through a mark or taking the number or the name. How that will be manifest, I don't know. If, is it a tattoo, a microchip? I don't know. Paul said when it comes to prophecy, we look through the glass darkly. So <laughs> there are going to be many times when you speak about prophecy that you say, well, there's what the Bible says, and that's as much as I know about it. I cannot say with any certainty uh, which method the government of the world will use to enforce this. I, I don't know. All I do know is that the Bible says this is going to happen. Now, there's one other thing I'd like to say about this topic, and that is I personally believe that the body of Christ is going to be taken away from the earth. In, in what we call a rapture, the Bible calls it our gathering together unto Him. And you read about this in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16 and 17. You read about it in Titus 2, verse 13, and 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 and 2, and, and 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 down to 54. There's several other passages that allude to it. But I believe that before this one world government rolls out uh, this, this system of marking people, however that will happen, I believe Jesus is going to call His bride home. Now, in the book of Revelation, there is some evidence for that, and that's outside of the scope of this video. If, if any of you would like to know more about a pre-tribulation rapture, I'd be happy to talk about that in a, in a separate video. I hope this has helped uh, your understanding of the mark of the beast. I wish I could give you more details about it, but because it's prophecy, we're just going to have to look through the glass darkly for now. But if you have any more questions about this topic specifically, please feel free to let me know in the comments below. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. 
Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services, and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.